When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for the Thursday Night Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show here on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. The Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show is presented by Mechdyne. Headquartered in Marshalltown and founded by Iowa State grads, Mechdyne is a collection of technology companies that remove obstacles to insight and understanding. Now, here is your host, Jared Stansberry. Yo, it's the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show. Another week here. Uh, on 1460 KXNO 106.3 FM, presented as always by our friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart in Clive. Steph, your uh, appearance last week drew such rave reviews that we had to bring you back again. I don't think that's true. I think you just needed someone to help you, and I'm the sucker that did it. Uh, yes, this might be closer to being the reality. That Well, in fairness, I didn't actually ask anybody else. So you were my first choice. I just happen to be your only choice. Yes. This also might be, there might be some vein of truth in this. Uh, I'll take it. It it is an important week though. I think it's important to have you on because I don't know that there's anybody who has done more to drive the horns down bus than you have in in hating Texas. Thank you. So like yesterday I was, I was listening to, uh, Chris and Ross's show yesterday and they were talking, someone called in to say that they saw a vanity plate, uh, horns down vanity plate. And in the back of my mind, I was like, wait, is that Steph's plate? <laughs> it's not, I, I can't say, claim that one. I don't one. think it was, but in the back of my mind, there was a split second where I was like, if anybody was going to have that vanity plate, it would not surprise me if it was Steph. Yeah. You know, I think someone beat me to that, unfortunately. So I'll have to think of some weird offspring to that. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know, but, uh, no, you are the, uh, foremost Texas hater, I think on the, uh, on the cyclone Fanatic staff. So it was important to get you on. I'm happy to carry that banner and I'm, my children carry it too. They, they flash horns down on a pretty regular basis and they are amped for this weekend. Let me tell you, I just envision your, your two daughters, like eventually they're going to have kids and teach their kids how to do horns down. And by then it will have been like, you know, 20 something years by the since Iowa state and Texas have even been in the same league together and no one will understand why that's a thing, but the people who were alive in 2021 will remember. That's right. It's going to go down in some weird Iowa state lore and I started it and I'm happy with it. Even if I don't know how it's going to end. Yeah. Nobody knows how it's going to end or when it's going to end. That's the other part of it. It's it's going to end eventually, but uh, probably sooner uh, than later, right? Sooner rather than later. Um, All right. Let's talk about this game on Saturday night. This is an interesting one because I, you know, obviously both teams are coming in, not really in the position that they were both hoping to be in. Uh, Iowa state with the loss to West Virginia last week, Texas, uh, losers, I think of three in a row now. Yeah. Three in a row. Now, uh, all of three of those games, they held a double digit lead during the first half. Um, it's like the air was taken out of the balloon significantly with this game. And yet it still feels like a huge game just because of the fact that it's Texas. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think, um, I mean, we joke about my hatred for Texas, but I think the Iowa state fan base is going to be fired up to 
be really angry at what everything that happened. And obviously the big 12 is still standing and it's okay. And things turned out probably better than we initially expected, but I think there's still a lot of anger. Um, so I think that's going to be, uh, if that's going to ignite Jack Trey stadium on its own. And then just for the sake of the football season, I think this is kind of a must win to keep whatever hopes alive are, you know, for, for, for Iowa state. Yeah. It, I honestly think it will actually be more fun when Texas comes in basketball because that team is going to be so good. And, uh, for them to come into Hilton with an angry crowd, that will be like the last time, potentially the last time Texas ever comes to Ames for a major event. Like, I feel like people will be fired up for that one. People will be fired up on Saturday, but the basketball one, when, especially when you can spoil something, I feel like would be better. And I think, uh, Chris said it last night on fanatics, but um, you know, it's a lot easier to sustain anger in Hilton Coliseum, uh, just a smaller space and for a right. shorter period of time. And it's not quite that easy to do it in Jack Trice. Although, you know, don't, don't underestimate the anger of Iowa state fans, I suppose. Oh, Jack Trice. Like, I don't know. I feel like this is, it's this way with any sports crowd though. If the anger is like built up over a period of time, a, like a substantial period of time, which Generally, the anger with Texas has been built up over a strong period over a long period of time, but like this specific situation has just elevated it to like another yes. level. Yeah. So I feel like it will be possible to maintain it in Jack Trice Stadium because everybody's been mad for at Texas for a long time, but now it's like okay to be openly super mad at them. You yeah, know? because the, this is like the midst of the breakup. You know, this is when plates get thrown across the kitchen at each other. So let's <laughs> let, let's do it on Saturday. This is like when, uh, you're basically just arguing all of the time and you have really no, like any conversation becomes an argument. There, it's like when you're still living together because you're waiting for the lease to come up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you have to be in the same space. And the only interactions you have with each other are to fight. Like there are no, there is no like good conversations or anything like that. It's only fighting all the time. Yeah, There's no unity. There's no loyalty anymore. It's just straight up anger. Yeah. Just straight up hate. But, uh, I just, I'm interested to see how Iowa state comes out in this game because I feel like this is going to be a hungry team, you know, like too. after the way that last week as my dog goes on an adventure, don't know where she's going, but, uh, the, the way that last week went, knowing that they still could potentially, you know, back their way, even into a big 12 title game berth. Like this group of guys, I feel like is going to be so motivated just because they know that things have kind of been like ripped away from them in a sense, not necessarily. I don't even know about ripped away. The ball has not bounced in their direction where it's like, they're going to come out motivated to be like, we're not going to allow the ball bouncing to make a difference. Yeah. I think you said that perfectly. I mean, I I think they're going to come out knowing they didn't play their best game on Saturday and had they played their best game, they wouldn't have been in that scenario um, to have to be frustrated with the officiating. So I, yeah, I think, um, I think they're going to be fired up. I mean, Texas will be as well, but we have some seniors on this team that I can't imagine are happy with the way the, the season has played out so far. And at this point, they're just going to scratch and claw for everything they possibly can. Well, no, it's crazy. Yes. Some of, so Brock Purdy, Mike Rose, shoot, even Brees Hall, realistically two games left at Jack Trice stadium. Yeah. It's really sad. I thought about that the other day. Like that's, that's crazy. Really I yeah. know. I hate it. It is. It's going to be weird next year. It, it will almost be like with bat. Hopefully they'll land a little softer than the basketball program did uh, <laughs> after all of the guys, after all of the guys left from the, the golden era. But uh, the, 
like it'll just be weird to go to the stadium and have it be so many new faces. Yeah. And have to learn a lot of new faces and numbers and, um, patterns and, you know, habits of, of these new guys. Yeah. It's right. I'm like actually going to have to do my job next (laughs) season. It's not like muscle memory for you anymore. Well, yeah. Like it's not going to be, we go talk to the position coach. Everybody already knows who's going to play each position. No, like now I'm actually going to have to go and like tell you, oh yeah, these guys are the ones to pay attention to. Yeah, no, I think, uh, I think it's going to be really different. I think that's why we need to really embrace these last couple of times where we can cheer these guys on. Is it a sellout? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. I, I haven't seen anything, which makes me think that it's not yet. Well, if you haven't bought tickets yet, what, what the heck are you doing? Listen to the Cyclone Fanatic radio show. You don't even have your tickets to Saturday's game. So buy some tickets so we can get a sellout no excuse. under the lights at, uh, at Jack Trice. And it's going uh, to be a gorgeous day, like mid sixties, perfect tailgating weather. I mean, we can't ask for a better day in November. So get out and do it. You are the only person I know who looks at the weather reports like days I, and days and days I'm, in advance to know. Jared, I'm obsessed with the weather and I'm disappointed you didn't know this about me already. I wake up literally every morning and don't know what the weather is like until I open the door. You can text me. I'll tell you. No, it's okay. I don't even want to know. <laughs> I want to, I don't want to know how I should feel about my day and the, based on the weather until I walk outside. If I walk outside well, and it's cold and it's dreary, then I'll be like, well, I guess it's going to be a bad day. I'm spoiling Saturday for you. It's going to be an awesome day. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, all right. Let's look at some of these other games across the big 12. Wait, before we switch, I want to know how you feel. You wrote a column this week about, um, the running back battle. We're about to see. I want to, I want to know what you think about it before the game. Well, I mean, I think it's going to be, it's going to be great. I don't know. I kind of wrote that, but, uh, I really hope that Iowa state has Mike Rose. They really need him to, to go up against B. John Robinson. I mean, I, you know, I don't know that either one of these guys is the best back in the country. Obviously, if I was going to hold a flag for one of them, it would be for Brees. His numbers right. are better between these two. It would be really hard right now to say anybody besides Kenneth Walker is uh, is the best back in the country because that kid might win the Heisman Trophy. But, uh, like, it is so important, I think, for Iowa State to get Mike Rose back. The thing that I think he brings to the table more than anything, and it was so glaringly clear in that game uh, against West Virginia, you know, it's not that like Iowa state's defensive backs or anything like that are bad tacklers. Like, I don't think they have guys who are terrible tacklers, but Mike Rose is really, really good at when Daytron young or Anthony Johnson or Ashim young or whoever fills their lane, they can hit someone and slow them down. Mike Rose is really good at coming in after that person hits that guy and getting them on the ground. Yeah. He's like the cleanup man, right? He's the eraser. I think I called him the janitor on football and random things. Like that's what Mike Rose is, is he cleans up everybody else's little mistakes because he's that good. Like he is that good of a player to be able to make up for those things. But when you, it just was like glaring when you didn't have that guy anymore who could clear those things up. And it allowed Letty Brown to turn, you know, a game that if he was going to gain yards at all, maybe, you know, like a one yard, two yard loss or whatever, if he's just going to gain a yard, it would turn into four or five yards Yeah, because you, it takes longer to get more people to the ball. Like when you have Aishim young who can run up, hit somebody really hard. And then Mike Rose can come up in on top of that tackle and stick somebody and just put them right on the ground. Like you limit so many yards that somebody can get after contact. And it's just a lot harder to do that when you don't have that guy on the field. 23 is very good. I think we all, yeah. I mean, we obviously all knew that we all knew how talented he was, but until he wasn't in the game, it, I don't think we had a full appreciation of just how important he is. And that's why I thought it was so shocking to not see him be on the Butkus award. I know. My I, know. I, 
I mean, I'll flat say I voted for him to be a finalist for the Lombardi award after I saw he wasn't on the Buckus award list. Yeah. I, I don't know if he'll be a finalist. He probably won't. There's a lot of really good names on there and it's a lot broader award where there's a lot more positions that are in play. But like I sat there and I was like, there is no way that Mike Rose should not be a finalist for at least one award this year. Yeah. The guy is too freaking good and he's too important to his team to, and like I said, all you gotta do is turn the film on, watch the game and you'll see, you know, and I know it's hard for people that vote for these awards to do that all the time. But at the end of the day, like, these are the people that like, I feel like you got to go out of your way. I take these things like really, uh, I'm going to go on a rant here. I take like the responsibility to do these, like to vote in these things. I take that like really seriously because I feel like it is as unimportant as it is in the grand scheme of like life. It is important to schools and universities and like, and to football programs to have these kinds of things. And that's why when I see stuff like this, that I feel like is a unjustice or an injustice by the voting group, then it's like, you sit there and you're like, man, this is not fair to this kid who has earned every opportunity to be on this list and should be on this list, you know? And now there is going to be a, if anybody wanted to be in a time machine in 20 years, or if they look on Wikipedia in 20 years, man, who were the best football players in college football? Mm -hmm. Like Mike Rose might not be on that list. And that's insane to me. Yeah. That's a tragedy. Yeah. And like you, I just think that that's weird, you know, and it's crazy that at the end of the day, as good as Iowa state really has still been statistically in all these things, like there might not be that guys that should be all Americans that be end up being all Americans. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know if Brees is going to be an all American. Brees is the number five rusher in the country and might not be an all American because, uh, he, the team didn't win as many games as people thought. Yeah. Which is again, an injustice for sure. And it's stupid. It's, it's stupid. Yeah. No, it, like, it, you're right. All you gotta do is look at the numbers, right. you know? And like, I feel like when you, it's just like with the Heisman trophy in my mind, if with the Heisman trophy, if you have a Heisman trophy vote, you got to look at particular people, the people who are the candidates, like you can look at the same pool as everybody. Cause it's weird. Like, I think it's really weird when people just throw like random names out there and put their vote yeah. on. Like I looked at the athletics Heisman poll this week, and this is nothing against Iowa. I don't want this to be like an Iowa thing, but Tyler Linderbaum and Matt Hankins, a corner, a cornerback got votes for the Heisman trophy in the athletics straw poll. And I sit there and I'm like, okay, I know this isn't the real award, but clearly you're not but taking what are it we seriously. Doing? Right. right. We're clearly not taking it very seriously. If this is how we're going to be like, yeah, if I had a Heisman vote, I'm going to put Tyler Linderbaum third. He's a yeah. center. Yeah. You know, we're, we're going to put a quarterback, a cornerback third. And it's not like it's Tyron Matthew or something like that. The, like, and like, that's why back in the day, if, with Indominus Sue in the 2009 Heisman Trophy voting. You look at that and it's like, if you take that guy off of his team, that team is nowhere near as good as what they were. If you right. take Mark Ingram off of Alabama, you know what still happens? Alabama wins a national championship because yeah. they probably had three running backs just as good as Mark Ingram. So it's like, it is, I don't know, rant over. I don't know. No, it's okay. I mean, rant, I think you're absolutely right. There. It's a matter of doing your homework and paying attention. It's not rocket science, but it, I mean, this, it seems like this happens year after year, especially, and obviously we're in our little Iowa state bubble. So it tends to feel like this, um, Iowa state players get, I don't know, the short end of the, sh- of the stick a few times, but right. it, year after year, it seems like people don't do their homework and, and study the teams that aren't the brand, you know, the, the brand name Alabama's of the world. And that's so frustrating. Or they just don't do anything but this absolute surface level right. work, you know? So right. you just like, you sit there and you're like, oh, well, everybody else is going to vote for, you know, uh, what's the kid's name at Alabama? I can't even remember his name, the quarterback. Um, 
Bryce Jones. It's like, well, everybody else is going to vote for Bryce Jones. So I might as well vote for yeah. Bryce Jones too. Yeah. You and it know? becomes a group thing situation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, I just don't think that that's, uh, I think that's bad because at the end of the day, like the journalists are kind of the ones who are tasked with being the storytellers of college football and being the yes. ones who are the historians, you know? And like you set the narrative of what people are going to remember from college it's, football. And this is the same thing that Elisa and I, and you have talked about on ten, the 10 line podcast. Like you, you are the, as journalists, the sports journalists, you are the narrative. And so you can feed into your own narrative if you're not careful. And that's where a lot of these, the injustices that makes fans pull their hair out come from. And I mean, the, the award list season is not immune from that. Yeah. The worst still to this day, the most egregious one that I can remember is when Monte Morris was left off of the oh, Bob Cousy award finals yes. in 2017. Like yep. that was, it, it was one of those things that I sat there and I was like, this award borderline, take the award away. Don't even yeah. do it anymore. Like why even do the award? If And it wasn't that Monte didn't win because Frank Mason was awesome that year in Kansas, right. I think went to the final four. So like, it's not anything against who won, but it was just one of those things where you sat there and it's like, how can you pick five point guards and say, these are the five best point guards in the country and not include that kid. And you know, I what's mean, happened. I bet if we looked at the five finalists from the 2017 Bob Cousy award, you know, which one's probably making the most money in the NBA right now. Monte. I'm willing to bet that it's Monte Morris. Yeah. And I would have to double check that, but I'm, I feel pretty confident in saying that. Yeah. Um, all right. Now that I've ranted about this for, uh, almost 10 minutes. Uh, I'm not throwing the ball for you, Lolo. It's not time right now. Uh, <laughs> Lolo, he has other things to worry about, right? I'm on the radio, Lolo. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about these other big 12 games. Uh, nothing too overly exciting. Actually the two thirty game between Oklahoma state and West Virginia, I think will be really interesting. Uh, West Virginia playing good ball right now. Oklahoma state, still in the driver's seat to potentially get a spot in the big 12 title game. You got to play Oklahoma still down the road. Uh, Iowa state badly needs West Virginia to win this football game. Yes. So this is one of those pieces that have to fall for Iowa state to back its way in. Yeah. Everyone root for every team that plays Oklahoma state and every team that plays Baylor Yep. from now on. Like it, that's basically everything that we need is for other teams to beat them. Uh, which means you got to root for T TCU this week. Uh, I can't imagine that TCU is going through anything right now, which <laughs> would, that would distract them from the fact that they need to beat Baylor for Iowa state to go. You mean to the, the fact that game. they don't have a head coach anymore. That's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's fine down in Fort worth. And you know, this is, I wrote about this this week too. Um, it's going to be sad to not see Gary Patterson on the sidelines. I totally you know, agree. I, I just, he is TCU football at the end of the day. And I thought it was good what John Haycock had to say on Wednesday night, talking about the, um, you know, just seeing coaches that have stayed at a certain school and how things have kind of fallen apart for in that sense over the last 10 years, I guess. I think it's bad for college football. I when do people too. like might... Gary Patterson get forced out like that. Yeah. And, and, you know, say what you want about the last few years and, but just the, the weird uh, mid-season cha coaching changes and how all of this is shaking out this year in particular, it just seems very unfair, I guess, um, for the players and for the staffs. And I don't know, I, I understand it's a business at the end of the day, but I, I don't think it's good for college football either. Yeah. And I think it's like, it just is dumb. Like even if someone like, well, they gave them the option to stay and finish out the year, who would want to do that? 
If no, they the basically only... tell you we're going to fire you. So like, it doesn't matter. Like I would, I'd probably be like, well, I might as well just get out of the way now then. Like yeah. what's the point? The only argument I can see is, you know, you want to stay in place for the guys on your team. Um, but then the flip side of that is, you also want to start allowing the school to make changes for the future. If you really are caring about the guys on the team. So I, I see both sides of it. And I mean, at a certain point, he's probably thinking I've devoted so much of my time and life to, to you. I'm, I'm done. Yeah. All right. The 11 AM game game of the day in all of college Kansas, football, Kansas K state. Yeah. Kansas state going on the road to, uh, to Lawrence, Kansas to play the Jayhawks. I I'm told counting Jeff, down the minutes. I told Jeff Woody last week. Kansas is going to win this football game. I'm telling okay. you right now. I'm telling you now. I told Jeff Woody last week on the on the pregame show. I'm telling you. Kansas is going to win this football game. Well, you and I have talked about, I think we talked about it last week, how we think Kansas is going to surprise someone at some point. I don't, I mean, this is a minor surprise, but okay. Well, yeah, I think I, yeah, I think I said it wasn't going to be this week because Oklahoma State killed him. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right about that. Kansas State, I'm telling you right now. I don't know. I got a feeling Jayhawks okay. are going to, are going to make it tough for him. I just got a feeling. I trust your gut. Would I bet it? No, but if I'm not putting <laughs> anything on the line, except for uh, a stupid opinion, then my stupid opinion is that Kansas might win this football game. All right. Fair enough. If you want to hear more stupid opinions, and I'm joking when I say that you keep tuning in here to the cycle fact radio show, we're going to toss it off to Chris Williams, uh, Tim Mullen and Brent Bloom. They're going to give you some great opinions, some great picks. Uh, for this week's college football games when we come back on the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show powered by Nebraska Furniture Martin Clive on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Hi, Cyclone fans. This is Dr. Brian Warmy, orthopedic sports medicine surgeon at McFarland Clinic. I really enjoy working with athletes of all ages, including the football team here in town. My colleague, Dr. Greenwald, and I provide specialized orthopedic care to patients of all ages, including sports injury evaluation, treatment, arthroscopic surgery, stem cells, and other biologics. Come see me in Ames for your sports injury needs, and don't let your injury keep you out of your game. Learn more at McFarlandSportsMedicine.com. Go Cyclones. Many people are still working remotely, but a lot are gradually returning to their office, and that workplace has changed forever. Fortunately, dressing well for work has not. Mr. B and Clive has a great variety of different clothing options depending on your personal situation. Whether it's a traditional suit and tie or a casual pant and golf shirt for a Zoom call, we have what you need. Come see for yourself at Mr. B Clothing on 86th Street in Clive. Life gets crazy with my twins and a husband who works 80 hours a day, I mean a week, and I decided to start my own business on top of it, which is insanely crazy. But thanks to the Iowa Clinic, it was easy to see my doctor. And when I get there, she listens to me. So I feel like I have a partner. And before I know it, I can get back to my crazy busy, insanely busy life where I have a busy business, busy husband, busy twins. Oh no, where's the other one? Oh, I'm holding her. Anyway, with same-day appointments and online scheduling, the Iowa Clinic is care how you want it. Visit iowaclinic.com. Hey y'all, Brent Bloom here. Let me tell you about my friends at Nebraska Furniture Martin Clive. They have a giant new store that they opened up about a year and a half ago. They're in West Clive, right near the Waukee border, my old stomping grounds. And they can help you out with any of your needs. In fact, with a larger warehouse now, a larger selection, they have many items right there at the store. In fact, my mom just needed some new appliances recently. It was an easy call to make. Told her to call Tim Mullen and the guys and gals over at Nebraska Furniture Martin in Clive. And always ask for the price match. They'll help you out. There's something competing out there. Check out our Cyclone Fanatic friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart in Clive. Hey, Cyclone fans, it's Chris Williams. You've heard our 
friends from the Iowa pork producers. They've been coming on here for the last couple of years. I've been telling you guys about them. I've had the great opportunity to meet so many of our state's great pork producers over the last couple of years, and I've learned so much. One thing specifically, I didn't really know this before. I guess I probably should have, but these pigs are raised in environmentally controlled barns. That helps farmers care for the pigs. They protect the pigs from extreme temperatures, predators, you know, all that stuff. It is so high-tech, some of the stuff that our great pork producers are doing, and they're doing it all to feed our world. And, and, don't forget about this, so you can have some of that delicious Iowa pork at your tailgates coming up this fall. From everyone at Cyclone Fanatic, I'm Chris Williams saying thank you to our state's great pork producers. The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network is now fueled by the Mississippi River Distilling Company. It is located in Leclerc, Iowa and owned by Cyclones. In fact, one of them even used to be Cy. People ask us all the time, how can they help out at Cyclone Fanatic? Well, here's a way. You can pick up a delicious bottle of Cody Road bourbon or the very popular Iowa's Cream Liqueur. Cyclone Fanatic is proud to be fueled by Cody Road. So cheers to our friends at the Mississippi River Distilling Company. And go Cyclones. All right, Thursday night, Cyclone Fanatic Radio here on KXNO. Of course, we're always presented by Nebraska Furniture Martin Clive. I actually went down there on Wednesday, bought me a new television, doing all the renovations here in the house, and I couldn't I couldn't let that squeeze by and not upgrade. No. Yeah, so thanks I, for coming and doing that. I got like Sorry, uh, I, I told your guy yeah. I go, I need the best. Like the best thing you got. Yeah. I don't because I don't I don't buy backwards in, in technology. Right. So right. I got I got a Sony. Uh I only got forty eight inches. I would have gone sixty probably, but the wife put some limitations on that due to the setup. Yep. And I can't complain. I have a seventy five inch projector screen. Yeah, no, I, your setup is yeah. yeah, so I I don't it's to be envious of. Yeah, so I don't yeah. I don't need to be like and this is for the modest living area. I've seen it. It's, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's gonna look great up there. And uh, yeah. you know, you came in, and my guy Noah took care of you. Yeah, Noah. Shout out to Noah. Yep, Noah Barnard, one of one of my top guys, and he's uh, he knows was, his stuff. I knew when you were coming in today. I was like, Noah, will be there. He'll take care of him. Yeah, no, it was good. Um, and then uh, so yeah, I'm excited to actually turn this thing on because it uh, I don't have it hung yet or anything, but nonetheless, it um. Damn, those pictures are awesome on the on the super new ones. Yeah, holy man, it's impressive. Uh, it, it's it's come a long way, what is my friend. L O D L O L E D O L E D OLED OLED OLED. Yeah, well, you're gonna like it. I can't wait to see it up. It'll look good up there. I saw the work you're doing. It's uh, pretty fancy, fancy schmancy. Brent Bloom and there. Brent Bloom, what's up? There will be no reviews in this segment. There'll be no. Oh, hey, I get. I get what yeah. you're saying. Not going to the monitors. I I, I understand completely. And yeah. uh, I had a bad. I had a bad week all the way around. Picks included. I think. Timmy. What did what What happened last week, Tim? Yeah, we did. Uh, uh, we all went two and three. And it felt worse than that. No, no, we went two and three. All okay. of us. Yeah. We had some different stuff going on, but it was all two and three across the board. So it's still uh, Bloom and C Dub tied, and uh, I'm one behind you guys. You know barn burning mediocrity across the year yeah well that's the that's the story of what we do it is here on the program before we dig into this week's games what 
Any specials? Yeah, absolutely. We got some specials going The TV on. I bought was like $250 off, by the way. Yeah, we're doing a lot of good stuff right now. Financing is huge. Uh, right now, we got a great offer going on for appliances. Uh, we have our tiered offer, uh, which depending on how much you spend, the more you save. Uh, start off at about $1,950, save up to $250. Go up to about $5,500 and save $750. Uh, so it just tears up along the way. And, you know, you're putting a whole package together. Wind up saving, you know, $750 bucks is, is well worth it. So... Good to come out and see us for that. Plus, the financing is always strong. Uh, but if you're looking for TVs, things like that, we got you taken care of. It's also got Samsung three-piece bundles going on, laundry pair, Samsung, LG, three- and four-piece bundles. A lot of stuff going on out there. I will tell you, uh, uh, no better place than this, but my guy, Chris McWilliams. Uh, is uh, Chris McWilliams. <laughs> I've texted you before when I met him and texted him. His name is Chris McWilliams. <laughs> Chris McWilliams. That's great. Iowa State Phenomenal. grad. Yeah. That would Huge be, Iowa that State. That would be like if I knew a guy named Tim McMullen. Yes, it would be. <laughs> right. I have messed you guys up. <laughs> Brent McBloom. But he did. Uh, he did put at the very end of uh, the very end of his uh, as a signature. That's he funny. put. Uh, he wanted to make sure you knew horns down, no monkey business. <laughs> oh yeah, no. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, big. Uh, he's a pole assassin guy, huh? He's a big <laughs> Iowa State fan. Man. Chris is. Yeah, pole assassin has given me so much material. Yeah, I'm. Well, I'm I was thankful for that coming off the West Virginia loss. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Texas is kind of just uh, taking the headlines, you know, taking it. I mean, Why Sark and that guy got in a fight, the wide receiver. It's been a it's been a great week. It's been very eventful. I heard well, you. I mean, like, uh, on, honestly, though, on Monday's show, you know, we, we're just like three hours open phone lines and it was all Iowa fans mad at Brian Ferentz. Like, yeah. so, I mean, that that took over like in, you know, Iowa State fans were pissed at the ref. Like everybody was mad. It was great. Everybody was just mad together. Yeah. So it was a uh, get off the long guy time. Yeah, I was fine with that. All right, all right. So ready for the games yeah, this week? Yeah, let's let's hear them. We have some fun games. Blum this and week. I haven't even seen the games. Uh, Tim is breaking them to us right that is now. Correct. This will be great. This is when I operate at my best. Okay, it, it is actually is. I used mm-hmm. to do this way to you guys, but uh, all right. First game, gentlemen. Uh, it's a fun game. Happens every year. We got the uh, midshipman from Navy mm. traveling to Notre Dame, number ten. Notre Dame favored by 21. No, uh, quick note, Navy only two wins so far this yeah, Navy year. Navy sucks. But still, a tricky, tricky game, I think, for yeah, Notre Dame. Triple I, option. Pretty easy to look back and three touchdown favorite. Um, I'll, I'll start this one so you guys can think about it since I'm catching off guard. I want the midshipmen here. It's Veterans Week. Yeah, take it easy. Let's on go. The, you you know? the maize and blue. Oh, wait a second. That's Michigan. Didn't, yeah. Didn't uh, Navy give Cincinnati like a little bit of trouble? Yeah. I don't know. I think it was like... 14-point game. Yeah, but Cincinnati's not trouble. even in the top four. Who cares? It's unbelievable to me. Yeah, Don't get me started. <laughs> I'm with you. I guess, you know, they're a member of the Big 12 now, so we have to stick now we have to like them for our bear. Yeah, now, <laughs> now we have to be friends. <laughs> I'll, uh, gosh, I think, I, I, I think Navy regresses to the mean and that they are not very good. Yeah. And good teams do bad things to bad teams. Okay. So, 28 points. Sounds almost illegal. <laughs> well, um, it depends on yeah, the state. I want family Notre- show here, Bloom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want Notre Dame. I've seen Navy play a few times. They're not good. All yeah, right. they're not good. All right, no patriotism feels, from you two. Feels like Notre Dame's getting a little better. Uh, this I mean, one, Notre Dame, is way across just nationalism here. They go worldwide. Oh, so you're going reach. with uh, world Notre peace. Dame more national than 
Yeah, there's the some, midshipmen of the Navy. There's some. No, I'd say they're worldwide. We do have a. We uh, speaking Dame. of um, world peace, liberty. Uh, we st- we have uh, Army Air Force this week, which is going to oh. be a really good game. Yeah, is that on the picks? It did not. Oh, that that'll be a really. It good was the game. first one left out. <laughs> that'll be a really fun game. <laughs> yeah, see, you know, I'm starting. To we can throw it on if you want. Troy, Troy Calhoun may be your your like next guy that you you're just for. You just like Troy. You love Troy Calhoun. I love Troy Calhoun. <laughs> He's a hell of a coach. He's a great coach. He should be the next head coach at Texas Tech. If there's if those yeah, Red the, Raiders uh, are listening. Let's throw it on real quick. It's two and a half Air all Force. All right, let's play it. Yeah, I'd Two love, and a half Air Force. I'd love to. I love Army all day long. Where's uh, Air, this game? It's neutral site. Oh, really? Yeah. What, where's the, How neutral are we talking? Like we're talking uh, in the mountains? Are we, we talking, are we talking on the East Coast? Because that's a, that's a trip now. Yeah. Like you're going, you're going from New York, Colorado Springs. Is there a, is there a natural middle? I mean, natural middle is probably like Ohio. Maybe Illinois. It'd be an awful place to play a game. Awful place to play a go, game. Go to Ohio Stadium. I, I'm thinking where the Bobcats the play. The game, hold on, I'm going to beat you to it here, Timbo. Good, good. great radio. Uh, Arlington, oh. Texas. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, Calhoun's. <sighs> yeah. What's it? What's the spread? Air Force, two and, two and, and a half. half. Uh, Air Force. I love I, Army here. I love Air Army. Force. I think Army's yep. played the tougher competition. Yep. Mountain West? Well, they, they played Wake Forest and gave up a bunch of yards and stuff. So yeah, they gave up get, 70 points. Yeah, but that's good competition. They yeah, scored Troy, on Wake Troy Forest. Troy Calhoun is uh, next to elite level coach. Probably better than Harbaugh. That's not true. Okay, next game. We got the two veterans games in. I'm excited about both those. All right, this is good. Thanks, thanks for that, Tim. Absolutely, gentlemen. Uh, this one, 28.5-point favorite at home is number two Alabama versus LSU. I love this game strictly because of the 28.5 points. You just don't know what LSU team you're going to get. I am normally all about Alabama until proven otherwise. 28 half points. LSU is fighting for the honor of Gojo. Let's let's get them take the points here. I like LSU. I Getting like the points. I love going against Tim here. <laughs> I think Nick Saban would love nothing more than to send Orgeron out on his ass. <laughs> Why? He's going to have Orgeron on his staff next year. <laughs> That's a good point. Why? He doesn't want to embarrass him. He's making a statement. That's a fair point. You can't live up to me. Coach O will be on his staff next year. If for nothing else, he'll be a strength conditioning coach. Ugh, uh, you gotta lift that weight, boys. Uh, no, I want I I want Alabama. I mean, when's I, the, when is the last time LSU lost by twenty eight or more? They haven't this year. It I hasn't it been earlier. this year. It's just they I, haven't I, lost I, by twenty. This is great. I'm gonna make up a lot of ground. No, on I you just guys this I week. just this is fantastic. I think Tim makes great points here. Thank you. All right, I'll take the the Tigers. All right, gentlemen, go Tigers, go. Bill uh, Number 11, Oklahoma State at West Virginia. I love this game solely because of kind of what happened with, uh, you know, not that Iowa State lost, but it's kind of that same line of a game. It's a less, you know, that was a touchdown favorite, I think it was, right? It was. Uh, but Oklahoma State here, I think they watched the pitfalls that happened to Iowa State, and I think they come out of this better prepared because that game happened ahead of them. I like Oklahoma State here covering the three and a half of West Virginia. Uh, Bloom, you have better analysis on this than me. This considering. is tough. I, 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 I know where I'm going, by the way. I'm not Kevin. waiting to hear what you pick, but I was going to let you see yeah. you were in Morgantown last week. So I think week. that's a good read, Tim. I, you know, I don't think you worry about focus here for Oklahoma State. I think they're healthy by and large. I think West Virginia's good. It's really good, and they yeah. were great last week. Yeah. 
I don't know. Can they can they put three games in a row together? I don't believe so. I think Oklahoma State's the more consistent program. Uh, we noted it, Chris, all week. West Virginia circled Iowa State. Yeah. Now that's great when you can do that. How do you respond after a nice effort? It's a weird place to go, though. I mean, it it really is. It's it's a strange trip to Morgantown every time you go. I'm not comfortable with this, but I will ride with Oklahoma State. The last time all of us were up in arms about West Virginia was when they went to Norman and almost won, and then they got waxed by Texas Tech the next week. You you guys absolutely had the right read on this game. And I'll also say, if you were to give Iowa State's defense coming off of a bye going into that week, it's a totally different deal. The Cyclones were beat up and played like crap on the defensive end. I don't expect to see that from that Oklahoma State. You have to say, I think they're healthy. Yeah. I think the same thing would have been said in reverse, too, if, if Oklahoma State had gone down before Iowa State. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that was a I think physical woke, game. Absolutely, and it woke everybody up going, not that anybody was looking past West Virginia, but we better pay attention to this game and be ready for it. That was a highly physical football game. Correct. Yeah. Between Iowa State and, um, and Oklahoma State the week before. All right, gentlemen, two games left here. The two in-state tussles, if you will. Uh, this is my lock of the week, uh, starting out with Iowa at Northwestern. Kirk Ferentz to go in to see his daddy Fitzgerald favored by 12 points at Northwestern. Northwestern is so bad. Northwestern's so terrible. <laughs> but Iowa is just a double point two two No, I two touchdown favorite uh, or two touchdown it's it's I will take Northwestern here. I'll take Northwestern all day too. long. I mean, I just like and we heard Kirk Ferentz talk about it this week in his press conference. Yeah. What does he say? Like, well, we can't make wholesale changes in the middle of the year. Well, what – I mean, really, what can they – you know exactly what they're going they're to do. They're working on offensive line protections. That's what his uh, response was. I actually – I'm going to go the other way. Anybody that loses to Nebraska by 50 is not good. <laughs> and that's what happened to Northwestern. They lost by 50 to Nebraska. I don't it's not a scary you. home field at all over there. But this is Iowa by 17. If anybody gave – uh, Brom the blueprint of how to beat Iowa. It's bad. Yeah, but they, at least they've got a first round receiver. I think Northwestern has me at wide receiver. They don't have anybody that good. <laughs> no, fair point. See my in flag football? Yeah. Williams didn't in your Myrtle. So, uh, C Dub, if I hear you correctly, you're taking the points. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and I, I think I'd for like the points. First, first time in this program, I'm going to take Iowa. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, pets' heads are falling off. Our pets. It's craziness. Cats and dogs living together. <laughs> Last game, gentlemen. Saucy game as well. Uh, Tejas, the Longhorns. Last visit to Ames. Longhorns of Texas. Austin, Texas. Coming to ISU. ISU six and a half point favorite. Uh, what time is this game, guys? 6.30. Night. Night game. Angry crowd. Crowd will be well lubricated. Texas has just been worried about pole assassin and monkeys and, you know, the Players getting in fights with Sarkeesian all week. Uh, Iowa State rolls here. I really do think. I, th- I think Iowa State by uh, 14. Okay. I will. Uh, Offense really gets going this week. I'm going to roll with you here. If this was, uh, I swear, if it was seven, I wouldn't go with Brees you. Brees Hall is going to run for 200 yards. Because I think they win by a touchdown, but 200 yards? Yeah. And he still won't be considered for the Heisman. No, he won't. I don't know if he should be. I, I, uh, he's I, running like a I, I mean, it's a man among he, boys he, when he's running. He, right he, now. I, yeah, I, it's, I'm saying like in that award, it's almost impossible for a running back to get. But yeah, if I want to, if I want to analyze this game, the one matchup I'm looking, I'm, the two matchups I'm looking at. Number one for me is can that Iowa State offensive line hold up against 
the athletes on Texas on the defensive line. Because that's, you know, the, the officiating got a lot of play last week for the West Virginia game. What really decided the game was Iowa State's inability to really block three for West Virginia. They dropped eight, and it was hard to do stuff against them yeah. for most of the game. And on the other end, West Virginia controlled Iowa State's defensive line. I think Iowa State should be able to control them. If, if Brock Purdy has time, Iowa State may put up, you know, dang near 50 points Saturday. I, I, that, the, there's a big difference. I mean, Texas has the athletes, but, man, West Virginia's defense is, is disciplined. I, and they looked the part. And they're better up front than Texas, in you my just, opinion. I think you wonder now, Texas has lost, what, three in a row? Three in a row. The, the mental capacity for them to that's not an easy road trip to go from austin to ames oh, yeah. i think i'm i'm a up i think this one gets away from texas and you start to hear some of the is sark really the right guy for the jobs after this one is there anything about <laughs> uh i do well, i so absolutely great. do it's is there so anything great. out there i thought i heard something about uh, it's been x since texas lost four in a four row. row four conference games in a row was like uh it's charlie strong here yeah, yeah that's charlie what strong. Was, yep. thank you that is correct and yeah. uh, one other question sorry to go back to west virginia where'd big earn go I mean, Big earns at Houston. Houston, that's right. Yeah, with his unprofessional fans down there. Yeah, I was watching uh, the game, and they showed in the new coaches who. He'll be, Neil, he'll be back in Jack Trice Stadium before, before we know it. Neil, Neil yeah. Brown. Neil Brown. I just I miss Big Earn. The, he's the anti-Big Earn. Yeah. Neil no. Brown's legit. I think Iowa State's going to be ready. I th- by the way, uh, Mike Rose, I think, will play, which will help. Yeah. And um, Iowa State will be locked and ready to go. And there, that crowd is going to be unreal yeah, I, good. I said this. I think it was the whipper after the game. Like Iowa State's defense will get beat up all week. Yep. And yes, they I, will. If you're if you're into stocks, buy this Cyclone defense stock now. While it's it's on a dip, we'll put it that way. Yeah. Buy the dip. I I just I can't imagine that they have two outings like that in a row. But we'll we'll see. Yeah. And I don't think that the Texas coaching staff is as good as. West Virginia. They've got uh, other distractions. Steve this Sarkeesian week. is Tom Herman 2.0. I told you guys that when he got hired. There's, and when he gets fired, Saban will hire him back. There is absolutely nothing that this guy has done that should make anybody think like, oh, he's going to take him back to the Mac Brown years. Like uh, it, the guy has been a disaster. Um, I mean, does this look like a discipline program right now? Not at he's all. He's fighting with players. You've got assistants. Stripper girlfriends, monkeys biting the hand off of young children while trick or treating. I mean, I love it. It's a tough. It's a tough. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's a tough no, week I know, for Texas. I know. He is Tom Herman 2.0. In fact, I I made the argument at the time. I, if if Sark's the guy you're giving the job to, I'd rather keep Herman for another year. I yeah. said that last year. Like, if you're gonna bring in, um, you know, if you can get Chris Peterson or one of these guys, like these stand up guys. Program builders. Yeah, Steve Sarkeesian is not that guy. Like he does. Matt Rule he still calls Baylor. good plays. Oh, that's fine. He's a great old coordinator. <laughs> he's, great he, coordinator. he's not Ryan Day though. You know, yeah. Ryan Day can call plays and I, run a program. I will say, if I think Bijan Robinson and uh, he's good, the receiver worthy. I think they're two of the best five skill guys in the league. Like they're they're two of those guys that if they're if they're on it. Uh, they're tough, so yeah. they uh, that that is cause for concern. I think Texas will still yeah. put up some points. I sound really cocky. I'm not yeah. that confident going into the game, but I I am that confident that Steve Sarkeesian is not going to bring. And I've been saying this though. I'm not just jumping on them when they're down. 
I mean, the, the meltdown against Oklahoma was just un, unexplicable. Like, the, this is not a disciplined team. Same with the Oklahoma State meltdown. They melted yeah. down in that game, too. Yeah. But they, they still got talent. All right. Uh, thanks, guys. Yeah. Do you know who's a disciplined, uh, runs a disciplined ship? Timmy Mullen at Nebraska Furniture Mart. Thank you, Van Bloom. I appreciate it. No, coming out and see us. A lot of good stuff going on. Anyway, also... Little uh, cyclone fanatic bump for the Halloween uh, event last week. We uh, doubled up our attendance from last year, guys. So awesome! Thanks to your uh, crew for coming yeah. out, and uh, yeah. our team really put together just a heck of an event out there. And the kids had a lot of fun. And uh, but uh, yeah, a lot of good stuff. Come and take advantage of the tier event going on. Uh, Samsung three piece bundle, laundry pair issues going on, and a lot of good flooring stuff for Veterans Day. Dude, they got to get on the flooring too. Yeah, I'm a. I'm a I'm a walking endorsement for Nebraska Furniture Mart. They've been working with Brian on when you guys are going to come down and do this basement. That's right. The yeah. problem is I have to get everything ready. So it's like I've yeah. got to find time to be able to do that before I send your crew here. Yeah. I don't want to screw with their time. No, it's not. The The move is, uh, you know, but you get some free uh, furniture move there. It's the little knickknack stuff that gets you. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You got to no take doubt. care of that. But no, I appreciate C-Dub and Bloom and uh, have a great week and uh, good luck Iowa State this weekend. All righty. Um, He's Tim Mullen for Brent Bloom. I'm Chris Williams. Stansberry uh, will be back with more Cyclone Fanatic Radio after this here on KXNO. The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network is now fueled by the Mississippi River Distilling Company. It is located in Eclair, Iowa and owned by Cyclones. In fact, one of them even used to be Cy. People ask us all the time, how can they help out at Cyclone Fanatic? Well, here's a way. You can pick up a delicious bottle of Cody Road bourbon or the very popular Iowish cream liqueur. Cyclone Fanatic is proud to be fueled by Cody Road. So cheers to our friends at the Mississippi River Distilling Company and go Cyclones. Gershman Mortgage, the Midwest's premier mortgage lender, is proud to be a part of the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home, a vacation home, maybe you're going to upgrade or remodel that existing home, you can even refinance your current mortgage. Gershman Mortgage is here to help. With over 60 years in the mortgage industry, we have security, experience, and unmatched service. Visit our Ankeny office. Call 515-964-5952. Visit Gershman.com to get pre-approved today. Gershman Mortgage, NML. LS number 138063, 1200 Southwest State Street, Suite E, Ankeny, Iowa, 50023, Equal Housing Lender. It's not whether you win or lose, it's whether you serve pork at your tailgating party. Hi, I'm Dave Struthers, and I'm here to remind you that Iowa pig farmers like me work hard year-round so you have safe, wholesome pork for the football season. Whether it's pulled pork sandwiches, ribs, or chops, nothing says tailgating better than pork. This message brought to you by Iowa Pork Producers through the Pork Checkoff. Make your tailgating delicious. Learn more at iowapork.org. Cycle Fanatic is proud to partner with the Ivy College of Business at Iowa State University. As many business schools across the country are eliminating full-time MBA programs completely or moving them online, the Ivy College of Business is documenting all-time high enrollment for both the MBA and Master of Finance programs. To learn how a master's degree from the Ivy College of Business can boost your career, visit www.ivybusiness.iastate.edu. That's www.ivbusiness.iastate.edu. Go Cyclones! Many people are still working remotely, but a lot are gradually returning to their office, and that workplace has changed forever. Fortunately, dressing well for work has not. Mr. B and Clive has a great variety of different clothing options depending on your personal situation. 
Whether it's a traditional suit and tie or a casual pant and golf shirt for a Zoom call, we have what you need. Come see for yourself at Mr. B Clothing on 86th Street in Clive. Hey, Cyclone fans. Ever wondered how we could use our Cyclone spirit for the greater good? If we each give a little, together we can multiply the power of our gifts to help Iowa State University students when unexpected needs arise. Your gift can make the difference in helping a student finish out the semester or keep an internship experience within reach. To make a gift and to move what matters for Iowa State students, go to isufoundation.com. Hey guys, it's Williams here from Cyclone Fanatic on behalf of my friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clyde. They've been a part of the Cyclone Fanatic radio show here Thursday nights on KXNO for a really long time. We're, we're talking like half a decade now. They're great supporters of what we do, and in return, we like to do the same to them. That's why anytime I need any electronics, anything like that, I call my friend Tim Mullen at Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive. Not only do I get the best service in town, but they're Cyclone Fanatic supporters, big time. Give our friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive a call today and tell them Cyclone Fanatic sent you. This is Dr. Thomas Greenwald, board-certified orthopedic sports medicine physician. This is my 30th year taking care of Iowa State athletes, and I am a proud supporter of the Cyclones. As an orthopedic surgeon, I specialize in musculoskeletal care for athletes of all ages, from high school to collegiate athletes to adult weekend warriors. Trust McFarland Orthopedic Sports Medicine and my colleague, Dr. Warmy and I, for excellent sports injury care and rehabilitation. Visit us on the web at McFarlandSportsMedicine.com. Go Cyclones. Welcome back into the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show, powered by Nebraska Furniture Martin Clive, here in Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO 106.3 FM. Uh, thanks to Chris and Tim and Brent. I appreciate their help every week uh, here on the show. And their genius opinions. Yes, and their genius opinions. I was kidding before when I said that they were dumb opinions. Before anybody goes and starts tweeting at Chris and gets me in trouble or something like that. There's been enough trouble as it is. Yeah, it's, that's no joke. Uh, Story of his life. Yeah, always in trouble with somebody. Um, all right, I want to talk about something completely different now. You're an NBA fan now. <laughs> I'm diehard, diehard, as diehard as they come. Yep. You are right. as diehard as they come, and by as diehard as they come, I mean when you see a clip of the Memphis Grizzlies on Twitter doing anything that even is remotely close to success you send it to me and say that it's your team. That's because you went through this arduous process of helping me pick a team and we landed on the Grizzlies. And now you're going to pay for it by getting tweets from me in the middle of the night about what may or may not have been success, but something that looked cool on Twitter. Well, yeah, I mean, it was cool. They're as fun as any team in the league right now, which is exactly what, what did I tell you? What did I say? You wanted to pick the Memphis Grizzlies. You wanted to get in early. That's right. And you said they'd be fun to watch and you were right. So there yes. you go. They're, Jared is always right about everything. And well, okay. Everyone That's not what know. I was looking for. Not what I was looking for, but if you're going to give it, then I, you know, I'm not going to disagree, uh, disagree with it. Um, it, unfortunately it was on the short end of the stick for the cyclones last night since they had to beat Monte, but, yeah. uh, yep. Memphis did get that win. It is just, I think it's been so fun though, just to see the NBA like grow in Iowa you know, because, you know, Bloom has always made the jokes about there being like 10 NBA fans 17. in the state of Iowa. Yeah, whatever. I, the number grew every year. And then I put out that call for it right before the season. And, and there was like 70 people that responded about being NBA fans. And I texted Bloom and I was like, I think we're going to need a bigger meeting room for our <laughs> NBA 
fan meetings now. You need a secretary now. Well, yeah. Like now we're like a whole organization, you know, of <laughs> NBA fans in Iowa. Like we need to organize like a get together and go to a game or something. But... You need someone to file like uh, to make you guys have an official LLC or something. Well, yeah. And then even to see like, so now, you know, I've been kind of on my own as a Sixers fan in Iowa. And now other people in Iowa pay attention to the Sixers because uh, George has been George. playing. George has been playing so well for them. And I don't, I don't think it's that nobody thought that he would play well like in Philadelphia, but that backup big man role has been so bad for them. Uh, backup power forward spot behind Tobias Harris, I guess has been so bad for them for the last few years that everybody's like, I'll believe that someone is good when I actually see it. Yeah. And now like, he's like a fan favorite in Philadelphia. They and just it doesn't hurt that his personality is so stinking wonderful. I mean, he just, I don't know how, unless you're an Iowa fan, I don't know how you don't love George Niang. I mean, the guy just, he's positive. He's easygoing. Um, he speaks from his heart. He's genuine. I just, like, he is one of those guys that it's impossible not to root for. And I think that, um, so when he has success on the court, it's just people flock to him. And that is so cool to see. And I'm just, I'm so proud of him. He's also like genuinely not controversial in any way. No, except and, for being, except for to troll people that he's are his opponents. You yeah. Know? And, and it's generally done in a funny, lighthearted way. And, you know, right, just he just has fun buttons. with it more than yeah. it is like, yeah. you know, there's no like ill will behind no. it. It's there's just no all, malice. all fun. Yeah. 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 And like, that's what I appreciate about him. I think that's what in a city where everything most definitely does have malice. Uh, they've still embraced the fact that he's just like out there having fun. The man got MVP chance uh, during their game on Monday night against Portland. When I, and when I read that, I was like, this can't be real. Like, I don't, <laughs> and it was 100% real. And he said that Joel Embiid told him to never let it happen again. That's amazing. Yeah. And I love how they're embracing his minivan nickname there too. I mean, that's stuck. That is, that is George. Now that is, that is right. going with him everywhere. Well, and it's hard too to like, it's hard as like a back as a, you know, a bench player, unless you're on a, you've got to be on a good team and you got to be on a team. That's like got some big stars for a bench player to become like a fan favorite. Yeah. But I yeah. knew that, you know, I have a friend, one of my best friends, you know, this, my, one of my best friends lives in Denver, but he told me when he got there, he's like, dude, everybody loves Monte here. And Monte was the backup point guard. Like you could go to the nugget store and buy a Monte Morris Jersey. And it yeah. was like, not a weird thing to go and buy a Monte Morris Jersey. You know, that's what George is going to be in Philadelphia. I hope he stays. I think so too. And, and you know, I wonder, um, in that list of 70 people that replied to your tweet in the new NBA in Iowa fan club, I wonder how many of those are fans now because of, um, tracking site, former cyclones in the NBA, or if that maybe they were fans before, and this has reignited their interest because I certainly pay much more attention when there's former players. I think if nothing else, it has just, the fact that they care about some of these people prompts them to pay more attention yes. and you might not necessarily be a fan, but you're like more conscious of it, you know? Yeah. So and like, pick, you're more likely to watch, course. Yeah, right. you're more likely to watch more likely to pay attention just because, and then like, I, I truly believe that anybody who gets like, if you start watching the NBA, if you like basketball and you really watch the NBA, you get hooked on it, you know, because it is really fun basketball. It's the yeah. best basketball you can find. And is it perfect? No college basketball isn't perfect either. You know, no. college basketball actually is genuinely usually not very good basketball. That's why it makes, makes it so special. Like when you get really good games, 
but like a really good NBA game is as good as you're ever going to find. And like, yeah. And there's a I, reason that, I mean, the, every year I won't watch a single regular season game and then the finals are on in, in the postseason, and I'm hooked. I mean, you're absolutely right about it. It's just a matter of taking the time to do it. Same thing I say about women's college basketball. It's just a, you got to get used to it. And once you get used to it, it's very entertaining. Well, and it's even the, you know, you've been on the WNBA train. Like yeah. when you Same watch, thing. you sit down and watch the WNBA and you sit down and watch, you're like, dang, this is really good basketball. Yes. You know? And like, I'm telling you when the Memphis Grizzlies are on national television, the next time you need to sit down and just watch him like it, just watching John Morant for 48 minutes. I promise you will be worth it. Okay, the guy is as good as, as, as good as they come. He's the best point guard in the Western conference. I just made you a public promise on the radio that I will do that. Okay. I'm going to look and see when they play next. And I'm going to remind you and tell okay. you, Hey, remember you told me you were going to watch the Grizzlies tonight. They, their next game is against the wizards. So I'm going to tell you that one's not on national television, but they will play <laughs> on national television before too long. I'm sure. Okay. All right. So, thanks. Then, yeah. Amazingly. You said you were going to remind me about something. So that's, that's the real shocker here. The reality is I'm never going to remember to remind you. <laughs> <laughs> which that's is why true. you like, you probably will have to remind me to remind you. I think that's accurate. Yeah. That's the more likely scenario. All right. Thank you for helping out again. Yeah, of course. Thanks to Chris, Tim and Brent. We'll talk to you guys again. Same time, same place here on the Moines sports station, 1460 KX, no 106.3 FM.